Whatever business you're in, growth isn't just about getting bigger. At ADP, we believe it's about getting stronger by turning data into insights so you can build teams that work as teams. By using our AI technology to help catch payroll errors before their errors. And by keeping ahead of thousands of changing regulations so you can keep ahead of everything else. ADP helps businesses like yours grow stronger every day. ADP, HR talent, time, and payroll. Welcome, 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 welcome to the sidelines. It's your boy, Alan C., the place to be. What it is, your boy, Ryan the Waves. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Coach Herb here. Coach Herb in the building. Coach yeah, Herb. yeah, yeah. yeah and let the real one back on the sidelines, Flair. Shout out to the kids getting a chance to play this season. I'm excited, man. I'm excited for you. Just a little, you know. Couple, couple games of football. Uh, ain't nothing like get these kids, um, some of these seniors opportunities. Yeah. To put more film out there, and you know, just that camaraderie. It's the last year, right? Some of them had last time playing football. Yeah. Right. So I'm excited for that that opportunity for sure. I but, wish somebody uh, would have told me. In high school, and I'll say this now. I wish someone would have told me in high school that even if you love sports, but you can't be an athlete anymore, you can still be around the game. Mm. Find ways to stay around the game if you really love it. Because mm. most people, especially when you, you're young, you think, you know, we're hitting the league. You know, it's league of bust. No. They still need publicists. They still need um, managers and financial managers. Like it's you can stay, there are ways to stay around the game. Agents, Broadcasting, agents. That's what I was trying to say instead of managers. Scouts. Can't find the word. Scouts. Um. Well, even to this, even now, like we, you know, we do. Uh, we scout just out of leisure and it became a love for yeah, it. Yeah, out of the love for it, but like I said, if you right. get paid and but, stay around the game and, you know, I got this high school thing, you do this for college, you know, it could be, it could become lucrative. Mel Kiper ain't the only person that can Skype, that can, that can scout. Daniel Jeremiah and uh, Bucky Brooks ain't the only people in the world that can scout. Exactly. <laughs> Especially Bucky, you'll be, you'll be off a lot. <laughs> But, you know, like you were saying, though, Al, like, this, this is the last year, for, you know, for some high school students. Might not get to play at the next level. So, it's good to get them back on the field. Um, and then just take advantage of it. Take yeah. advantage of the, the opportunities that you have, man. I would, hope, I would hope that, you know, most of the football players – being in this pandemic and they finally get a chance to play, that they take advantage of this opportunity and put their best foot forward, take care in the classroom, first and foremost. First and foremost, that's First and foremost, take and care of your business and get on the field and handle your business. You know, but I'm excited. Got a lot of group, good group of coaches 
to learn from, to go to war with, to game plan with, and to help raise young men with. So yeah. it's going to be sure dope. Was commendable with you and, and Tay and KG and Gene and Javi, what y'all do. It's commendable. It's a lot of fun. A lot of fun. But y'all see the name of the show? Congratulations mm. to the 2020 mm. NFL champs. Mm. Tampa Bay Buccaneers. 31 and 30. 9. 31 and 9. 31 to 9 winner. That's tough. Man, that game was beautiful. Let's, you know, I usually, usually let y'all go first. I'm going to get this out of the way now. Please go first because yeah. you said it was beautiful. I'm going to get this out of the way now because we all sat here last week and y'all was on live. Y'all was on live with us and y'all, y'all heard me say it. Y'all heard me say it. Tampa going to whoop. I, I said whoop. No, I said Tampa going to win this game. I said they're going to win it. Because they're gonna they're gonna rush four, and them four are gonna eat, and they're gonna drop everybody back. I said I'm like what I said what I call it. Oh, I said the same coverage that Buffalo did against Lamar Jackson. They're gonna zone. They're gonna stretch that zone up in the intermediates and, and won't and refuse to get beat deep. And you've seen it. They ran two high safeties most of the game, whether it was cover two or it was a variation of cover four. Whatever it was, they stayed in that, and they got home with four guys. Mm-hmm. Like I said, so I I enjoyed the show. Like, man, it was mm-hmm. it was so great. And shout out to uh, Shaq Barrett, second title, second in the uh, no uh, Super Bowl ring. Oh, First one where he really was a major major contributor. So well, he went up one with. Denver. Denver. Oh, okay. I didn't yeah. realize it was there. Yeah. yeah. So, y'all, y'all go ahead and do that. Y'all go ahead and do that. Chop that around a little bit. Let me go next because I got the exact opposite take. You got that? Like, opposite. That means that's your turn up then. I thought the game itself. First, let me start with this. What I liked about the game. Tar Bowles and that defense put on a clinic from Washington through New Orleans through Green Bay and finished with Kansas City. That defense showed the complete behinds out there. Shout out to that defense. But on the other hand, that game was over in the second quarter. And because it was over in the second quarter, the second half of the most or the, the second half of the last game of football was boring. It, it was no point of watching it at all. Starting with the boring as weekend halftime show through the uh, the rest of the second half of that game, what, what was the purpose of watching it? My man Leo got off. Shout out to Leo. He got his ring finally. But there was no reason to watch that game. Hmm? You said the halftime show was boring? Yes. Wasn't you the same guy who told me that The Weeknd made better music than Bruno Mars? Did I say that? I don't like Bruno Mars like that, and I don't really like Weeknd like that, so it's it's a wash to me if I said it. (laughs) I don't really like either one of them. 
You can judge it by the halftime shows who was better. I don't like even one of them. I mean, we got. That was good. Decent. Right. No, that was boring to me. That was. I would give that a five out of ten. You that shit was better than Katy Perry's whack ass. I'm disappointed in all three of y'all because nobody mentioned. Y'all didn't even go yet. <laughs> he disappointed in y'all. No, 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 no. no, y'all talking about entertainment. Nobody no. mentioned how they tainted. Jasmine Sullivan's rendition of the national oh. anthem with Dan- Leo with Stabler from Law and Order SVU playing a good time. <laughs> Listen, that's ridiculous. That was about to get a whole other, a whole segment of his own. Right? How how before right right before you do the big run, you do a sixteen note run <laughs> and have enough breath to go into the next one. Right. Jasmine is out of this world. The only the worst part about that was him thinking he had a hairline still, first of all, and not wearing a hat while singing with Jasmine Sullivan. That's first of all. Mm-hmm. The second part was him thinking he could hold a note with Jasmine Sullivan. She said, <laughs> And that's what she went on that little run. I was like, Jasmine ain't playing with the people. She did that for the culture. She did that for the album sales of the person did it for. Hey man, Daddy. I, ain't mad at it neither. I mean, shout out to Jasmine, but shit, they could have brought uh, her back out for the damn halftime show, and I'd have enjoyed it. <laughs> you didn't enjoy it for a lot of different reasons, Al. Cause her did her, her did her thing with the America the Beautiful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was, she was real. What you expected? Nice and smooth with it. And them things, I think she had that she had shirt on, right? Mm-hmm. But she know had. <laughs> The Queen of Vallejo. Them things were just a sucker. Nigga, I ain't gonna do that. I ain't gonna do that with that nigga. I'm chilling. Look at Tay. Look at Tay. The Queen of Vallejo, shorty. Oh, son of a motherfucker. They were like, who's that? I said, that's her. Um, yeah. Lawrence was born. First half was... The referees got too involved in the first half. What? I mean, if we want to get into those two... Two and a possible questionable calls. It's whatever. Two and a possible. I, w- I want to go first and then... And then I want to talk about these phantom calls. And the okay. scapegoat of... Excuses of why KC lost. And no, no. Well, we, we're about to get back into it. So go ahead, sir. Right. First of all, let me just establish this about the game. In my opinion, there was nothing boring about that game. But I am also a defensive-minded individual. Wait, so. wait, 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 Tim, one, Before you go, oh, favor him right now. <laughs> <laughs> if I was, please know I would be trying to get an internship down there. <laughs> Every time. Every play. 
Kelsey was not ready. Except for they they once I start Rico. No. But the but the thing is they they, they ran Rico all game. Yeah.
the seven to three hands. I was dominant. I, I say this about yeah. I'm I'm gonna I'm piggyback off your offensive line and defensive line comment, Tay. And I'm not as impressed because I've been Slick Smith. They had one of the worst offensive lines in the NFL. It's just that Pat Mahomes made him look better. There's no different. All that stat with oh he damn near ran 500 yards. There's no difference in any other game that ran 500 yards behind the line of scrimmage and made an amazing play. They just wasn't making those plays um, yesterday. Uh, Kelsey wasn't catching third, third down passes. Uh, Tyreek Hill wasn't getting open because he was blanketed. This shit just wasn't going that way. Even when even uh, when uh, Travis Kelsey was um, triple-eating da- down the field and getting first downs here and there, they still couldn't get what they wanted it when they got in the red zone. They were selling for field goals. Like, that offensive line, everybody making a big deal, they, they had one new starter. They had one new starter. It didn't well, happen. Technically, too, because Lewis Schwartz was out. That it still matter. was out. With that starting first, with that starting office line lasted when they went still. It was the fact that that uh, San Francisco couldn't stay on the field and score. Got hot. If I, I better put it back in position. KC lose. So I, I'm, I'm, you can have a better play call. Let's say Brian, Brian Leftwich be like, fuck, uh, Little Finette's going to get hot. I'm going to run it and instead of just doing phantom calls. I'm telling you, the offensive line of trouble from day one. It's not the first mantle, like we said yesterday. This is the fact that the receivers were getting blanked and they, was make, they wasn't making plays. And on the defensive side, again, we didn't see the same shit that Green Bay did. For Kansas City, they panicked when they didn't have to panic. My bad. What is? My bad, man. Mad about these phantom calls, but just panicking. Why panic in a, in a game when you see they calling it close? Who was this all? You know they calling it after like the first quarter. Stop! Get your hands off of them. I, I just don't see it. And then they, they 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 cried about the the Gronk touchdown. He fighting for position. He put he getting out of the double team that he was in. He rerouted and he scored a touchdown. Turn your head and find the ball like he did. Come on now. Like it's, it's just that offensive line was due to get their ass with because they've been getting. <laughs> so, but I wanted to point out something. Um, would you say that the the offensive coordinator didn't help the offensive line? They had a I don't think it was problem. no reason why you abandoned the run exactly. at all. What's, what's the reason? Like we we all seen the game. We seen Clyde get those tough yards. Mm-hmm. It was situations where like Clyde was stopped at four, and he wound up with set with eight with like six more yards. He why? Why? It's aspect. a close game. It's a close game. Yeah. It's a close game, and you're the most dangerous team where you can score twenty one in the blink of an eye. Why not switch it up and run the damn ball? Yeah. Why? And 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 at the point of the game where it felt like he was about to get hot, X Factor, I, I give credit to the defensive line and Pierre. They did slow him down just a little bit, but they felt like, all right, well, fuck it, that's not gonna work, and they panicked and went back to passing. But I believe that if they kept true to what they were supposed to be doing with um with Claire Edwards, they'd have been in a better position to at least come back in that game than what they did because they. He had seven yards of carry. Yes. 
Claypool were not was was abusing in the pass rush. They was getting abused in the, in the rush off in the defense. And they supposed to been the, the one of the best rush defenses out there in the NFL, and they was getting abused. Yeah, they get they you know they was they had key stops from time to time, right. but it wasn't enough where it's like all right, they're not getting we're not getting any positive yards, so let's abandon it. No, right. <laughs> I, I was doing pretty good running that ball. It was getting gassed. And to John's point, uh, the thing that <clears throat> the only difference between uh, you know Kansas City playing the game yesterday and when Kansas City lost to Oakland or LA, what I mean, whatever they at now, Vegas. when they lost to the Raiders, was the approach of Tampa Bay towards Kansas City. They weren't scared of them. Taylor, look, we we coming out here. We're gonna be aggressive. We're gonna play our game, and that's just what it is. That's why Kansas City beats people on on fear. Yeah. And in my opinion, certain teams, when they go to play Kansas City, they play scared. And Tampa Bay just wasn't going to play scared yesterday. And they, they came out and showed that. Tarpo showed that immediately. And immediately. And, and you at home. I mean, you got that going for you. So it's like, look, man, we, if we're going to lose, we're going down being us. And a lot of teams can't say that when they play Kansas City. A lot of teams. It's a big what you were saying about uh, having faith in your players. The players having faith in each other to stay home and not to be undisciplined. Because if you go back to the AFC Championship game, you see a lot of the linebackers are being undisciplined, flowing to the, a certain area they didn't need to be. If they stay in a certain area, it's a it's a contested pass or it's a pick. And when I see the Buccaneers, linebackers, and corners, they stay home, they stay disciplined. They gave Tariq Hill or um, Hartman them little stop routes, and they they, they swarmed to the ball. When I say yeah. to the ball, I think swarmed to the ball. Carlton Davis gave uh, Hartman uh, a ten yard gap. As soon as as soon as uh, the ball was thrown his way, the white flew. He he came off of his route because he was looking at the quarterback because he knew where he was supposed to be. And he flew to the ball, which caused a slip, what, a, what, a yard or two-yard game. That's all hands to the ball, following what you're supposed to be doing, having faith. But let's, on, on the flip side, on the flip side, why why didn't they adjust in the second half? You had a whole halftime to adjust. You were trying to threaten, uh, attack deep down the field. Why did you, why was the majority of routes in the second half the exact same thing? I think that they were shell shocked. I really do. I don't get it. Like, like Tyreek is still running twenty yard routes, double moves, <laughs> the whole second half. Like, yo, why? Like, attack we, it. Get get the ball in his hands early and let him make something happen. We didn't see the approach that they had. It like they game plan for the Ravens. They just methodically picked apart the Ravens when the Ravens played the Ravens. We didn't see that yesterday. We didn't see them pick on an individual because maybe it wasn't nobody to pick on. I don't know. But how are you stuck? No, I'm watching. That game plan didn't look. Y'all talking about this game? Like I said, it was boring. So I got nothing else to say. I'm so disappointed. That thing is cool. Oh, I know what it is. I know what it is. Pat Mahomes is his guy. Well, that's everybody's guy. But he wanted to see some type of touchdown. Something. 
some type of excitement in the second half. That what the that whole second half was exciting. How? It was a seven to three half time. Besides Leonard Fournette running over everybody, it wasn't no excitement in that half. A seven to three half is exciting. All right, cool. It's, it's whatever. Seven to three half. What do you mean? Oh, you talking about? You think you saying they gave touchdowns away? They scored seven points. Tampa Bay did to Kansas City's three in the second half. That was it. Oh, second half. I mean, <laughs> the adjustment that Spags made, I think, was. I mean, Kansas City had the ball a lot too, but Spags made a couple adjustments. And, you know, I don't know. Here's what I'm saying, Al. You can't have a shootout every time. That's not. I'm not asking for a shootout every time. That's not what I'm asking for. I'm not asking for a shootout every time. I didn't say that. But well, you ain't shoot out. thirty-one to nine, like wait, 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 where? Where's the excitement? Only, ex- only type. Of, only time I want like a thirty-one to nine or thirty-four-seven Super Bowl is the Ravens versus the Giants. And if I wasn't a fan of the Ravens, that would have been a boring Super Bowl as well. Alright, so look, a couple of weeks years ago, it was even last year or something. It was like a six to three game or a nine to three game. It was a defensive masterpiece, and that one was fine because guess what? Nobody had a lead at all. That was fine. None of those games, that game was not over in the second quarter. The game last night was over in the second quarter. The game last night was over in the second quarter. I don't know what the hell y'all was watching the second half for. It was over. It was done. But by the fourth quarter and that game of the Patriots versus the Rams, it was still a game. No, no. It was a six, it was what, six to three? It was still a close game. Mm-hmm. It was a lot of bad plays. It was a lot of good defense, but it was a lot of bad football plays as well. Last night, you you saying it's because of how the second half turned out? How the second it's quarter turned out? It was over in the second quarter. It was twenty four to nine. It was what twenty four to six at the second at the half. No, that's game. It was twenty one. It was twenty one to six. It was twenty four to six. It was twenty one. They scored seven in the first quarter. And Two touchdowns in the second quarter. And a field goal. It was 24-6. No, it was 21. Either way, Al, it's 21-6. And the Patriots are winning. That's a blowout right there. 21-6 is a blowout. The one who says Kansas City can score 20 points like that. Even Bruce Arians knew, like, yo, we got to score at least 40 to beat them. No matter what the half is. If, if Kansas City would have came out and gave you seven points, like the reason you watched it in the second half, because you felt like, you know what? Kansas City got Hardman, they got Tyreek, they got Pat, they got Kelsey, they got the great Andy Reid, they got okay. the great Eric B. Right. Enemy. They could game plan and put some points on the board. Everybody felt that way. That's why it wasn't over in the first half. Now, we seen the first two drives, it was like, you know what? Yeah, over. this thing over. It was over. <laughs> we had no time. Like, Nobody was making any plays. Out, and then Tampa Bay is like, yeah, it's over with. Kelsey being finessed didn't work. He needed some type of type of grit in that game because it was. I'm watching him and Levante David, and Levante David is dictating where Kelsey is going. He's dictating right. that. What? So I, I dare I you dictate where Kittle's going. Kittle's gonna smack the shit out of you. I dare you to dictate where Kittle was trying to go on the field. You're going a little boring. Now y'all see why I said 
that Travis Kelsey was not the best tight end in the game. I said it. I told y'all. Y'all like, oh, what y'all mean? He running all these routes. No, he run, he running all routes, but nobody was touching him. When they hit him, he he he, he, he turned into a hole. He was just sitting there. <laughs> Maybe he sat on the ground for for a minute, like, what am I doing here? Uh, you're not I don't, you're not Kansas City anymore. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> you said that he had a concussion. Something's <laughs> wrong with him. Something's wrong with him. His girlfriend's still alive, but something's wrong with him. Because he sat down on that field and he realized, I did not sign up. I didn't see this on film. No, you did not, sir. They didn't do this to me the first time we played. No, sir. They said, we're going to come hit you in the mouth. Yo. That's what they did. You know what you just said? You just said all of this, right? Kelsey had 15 targets. 10 catches, 133 yards. With all of that, he a dude. Like, He's the second best Kelsey. tight end in the league. He's the second best. He a, he a dude. Like, come on. He was a whore. He was a whore yesterday. Hey. He turned him into a whore. So, all right. So, if he was, all right. So, in your mind, if he wasn't, if he was a little tougher, he'd have had 15 catches for yes. 220 yards. And two touchdowns, probably. right? <laughs> I'm just saying. When I saw David bump yo, he pushed him. He pushed him in his chest. And he was like, "Oh, no, I ain't trying to go that way. I'm gonna go the opposite way." Like, all right, bro. Like, he just dictated the the hell out of your route for you. No, when you see Kelsey slipping like that, bro, I, I would just say they did a good job. They Tampa Bay did a great job of of tackling well, like. Refusing to get beat deep, and then when we get in the red zone, you're not scoring. Look how tight that, like, how many bodies was in the end zone whenever Kansas City got in the red area. Levante David turned Kelsey's seam route into a dig route immediately. <laughs> and, and I get all the pressures and everything, but a lot of those pressures, especially those those um, quarterback tackles, were were coverage. Yes, they were. You see, you see how many pump fakes that uh, Patrick Mahomes did. The first that Shaq um, Barrett had was an easy like go like a little uh, dig route. Kelsey, you couldn't do it because Devontae David cut in front of him. So as soon as he pump fake, he got sacked. Every little uh, rhythm play that they try to do to get him in rhythm and get the ball out of the field, you couldn't do it. Pump fake, sack. So a lot you got like like you said, Tubbo did a lot of work, a lot of game planning, and, and it proved it worked. Mm-hmm. I, I I I understand like the uh, two calls at the end of the uh, first half, the two calls like with Mike Mike Evans was in on. I thought it was bogus. Both both times the ball wasn't catchable, but other than that. I think the hole was was ticky tack as well. I mean, you can kind of say it's a holding on every play, but the the Mike Evans hold after the um and Tyron got the pick on it. I didn't think that was that was hand fighting. And he turned around for the ball and they got tipped at the line and Tyron uh, Matthew caught it. So those three was like, all right, yeah, but whatever. We see what's going on. Well, no right, way, no shape, no way, shape, or form am I saying that that is what caused them the game. Right. That's not what caused them the game. 
You can overcome that. But that's, but that's on the players to me. Right. That's on the players. You you know you got Sarah, you got Nick Jonas and whoever else back there calling <laughs> refereeing the game. Check their track record. They you got their stats just like uh you you uh they have your stats. You know how often this crew call pe- penalties, you know how tight they call it, how loose they call it. So going in, you know like look, I can't be out here grabbing all this and that. They gonna call it. Yeah, but they normally let ticky tack stuff go not, in the Super Bowl. That's what I'm saying. Like that crew, we don't know. Probably not. They They're not in the Super Bowl again. They had a crew for like a Raven Steel game. I mean, uh, like, um, like nah. <laughs> who was it? Kenan Allen tweeted about it. And there was a bunch of NFL players, other NFL players. that was like, all right, y'all, refs, what y'all doing? Tripped over his feet. He didn't panic. It was most like a flop. But when you when you he tripped running, you dive to his feet. Come on now, they gonna sell it all the time. He tripped running. The ball wasn't catchable at all. (laughs) Now the time Matthew in the end zone, that's a legal concept. They gonna call that shit every time, especially if you're a tight end. That's a patented tight end move. Again, that one wasn't catchable at all either. Still, you wrapped your hands. Don't do that shit in the first row. <laughs> don't ma- you wrap your hands around him? Even even just a little bit, even just a little bit, right? Like the the one pip, like the one um passing the first call that I hate the most is when a corner wraps his hand around a receiver and still try to play for the ball. They gonna call that every time if you turn him. Yeah, is that even if you don't turn him? Sometimes the receiver's flopping like, hey, nigga, with a flag at. They gonna call it every time. So, I mean, yeah. the NFL's becoming the NBA. Like, all right. And... I mean, this is stuff, man. So, let me ask y'all this. So, do y'all feel that they had a review the long pass to Mike Evans, which started with incidental contact with, um, with the feet? Do y'all think that would have got uh, changed? No, the pass and the first stuff ain't get changed much anyway. I think that one would have because it was very minimal contact, and you see the man falling. Right. right. It's the I same mean, thing as if his foot got tangled up. You know what I mean? If, if I'm Andy Reid, I'm definitely throwing that flag there. I'm throwing that uh, that challenge flag there, just for what it means. I mean, you could definitely challenge it. I just don't think it would be overturned. It wasn't overturned in a bunch of them. Dude, I just don't think. Man. Seeing too many corners and DBs panic at the wrong time in the game when they just didn't have to. So let me ask y'all this. Um, I'm not I'm not using this as an excuse, but the timing of it can really be flustered. Do y'all feel like Andy Reid mentally wasn't all the way in the game because of what happened to his son the night before killing someone with 
Like son being in the accident when child was killed. Oh, that he mind. Yeah. The um, not Avery's son. Whoever the I think they need a uh, like a, a young girl, I believe. That's what I'm saying. His son was the driver. Yeah. No, his son did not die. The girl that he hit died. That's what I'm saying. Because it said they were in critical condition at first, so I, I didn't know. Either way, you, I feel like that could have some type of pull on when he's not all the way locked in. You know what I mean? I can't give him that. I just can't. I mean, I'm not doubting that that could have, but I'm, I'm just not willing to give him that excuse. Yeah. I just think that, I think they got outcoached. Flat out. I think they got outcoached and I think they got bullied on the field. I can agree with that. And when you add all those things together, you get a nine-point performance on your offense. I mean, I just seen disinterest, like especially that that second half where Leo was smacking the shit out of everybody. They looked like they wanted to tackle. Really, definitely, just went in there diving at his feet. Yeah. <laughs> really, just dove at that nigga feet and was like, "Fuck it, I look like I'm gonna tackle, don't it?" <laughs> Thoughts on those moves. 
Keith Williams is the new passing game uh, specialist. T. Martin is the new wide receiver coach. Jason Brooks is an assistant on the D-line, and Jake Peterson is an assistant at linebacker. Um... Need results. Like, it's, it's tough to say I'm happy that... Not, it's not tough to say that I'm happy. But it's tough to say at this point. But I'm happy that they got four, four brothers in, in the building. And I hope it's not a... Um, a ploy, basically. I don't know how to describe it. You know, y'all, y'all get coaching jobs, we get picks. Like... <laughs> Hope it's not one of them type of moves. Mm. I, I, I'm, I'm excited for change. Anything that's going to be different than what we got from our wide receivers before is going to be a welcome change. Anything that's different from what we got from our wide receivers from before that's better is going to be a welcome change. As far as our defensive line, can't hurt. Definitely can't hurt. We can't get pressure before, so... <laughs> Best of luck to you, sir. <laughs> um, and what else was it? Passing game coordinator, uh, running game. We got to get a different passing game coordinator. That, that was that was a no-brainer. I mean, passing so, game coordinator was the wide receivers coach, which is now Houston's head coach. So we kind of separated the college two jobs and gave it the two different coaches. But the two coaches that they brought in um, with uh, Keith Williams being a passing game coordinator, he specializes in wide receivers. He's a route technician. He's a route professional. Professor. He's a chemist when it comes to route running. Mm-hmm. So he gonna draw. But he would think with all of that knowledge in mind, he's gonna. Demand a certain type of uh, mentality and consistency and you know preciseness to to the route combinations. And T. Martin is the same way as far as how he you know wants things done. So I'm excited. I'm excited from that standpoint. And then also, these are guys who you don't have tape on. Anyway, well, Keith Williams, you don't have no take on him anyway and call in the game. So that can be a gift and a curse. I get that. But looking at it from the positive side, teams don't know going in to week one. Like, they got all of these months to plan for the Ravens. Well, we play week one. Got all this time to plan for us. And they don't know how to are going to in the passing game. Yeah, they got to produce results. I mean, I'm happy for it. As much as I can be for a Tennessee volunteer, but. Ow. Ow. Go just oh, take Yeah. You wasn't even born. I mean, not born. You wasn't even watching football when you was a volunteer. It don't matter. Once you volunteer, always a volunteer. Why do you think I ain't fucking Peyton Manning like that? Fuck that man. What's a volunteer? Always a volunteer. Only volunteer I like is Pat Summit and Candy Parker. After that, cut the deck.
Attractive would be the Bengals to me. Bengals in Miami. You got a young quarterback. For, for, 
to get paid and well one to get paid that's number one but you got a young quarterback there that you're going to grow with they got money they have a defense somewhat they need line I wouldn't if I was them I wouldn't be priced to sign a wide receiver I saw, let me be a little more specific let me, let me be a little more specific with, this, with these wide receivers top wide receivers in free agency right now with the, with the exception of Chris Godwin who Tampa Bay, they probably gonna give him an extension. If not, they going you know franchise. We're talking about Allen Robinson's the top guy. Mm-hmm. He's around twenty seven ish, twenty eight ish. Kenny Glider they around the same age. Juju mm-hmm. is a young receiver. Uh, who else out there? Will Fuller is mid to late twenties. Okay. Just thinking in previous situations, and, and technically all these guys are coming, with the exception of Juju, I think all of them are headed to their second big deal. Okay. Or, so, like... Give me a three-year deal, max money, you take me to 30, and then I'll worry about winning. Wow. I mean, I'm in the business to get paid. <laughs> I need I need to figure out what, what Colts... Plans on getting on a quarterback. Yeah, of course I have a quarterback. Trade or veteran. I need to know that. that, That'll be my number one pick. Coach is shaky because they don't have a quarterback. New England, I don't think they're sold on any of their quarterbacks that they have. They have a quarterback? Um, I forgot the other teams. Jets is shaky on their quarterback. Now, if I get to Sean Watson, then I'm I'm going to the Jets. But with Sam Donald, Sam Donald don't excite me. It's just like they're trying to move him anyway. So Deshaun, Deshaun Watson is, is a meter. Because if Deshaun goes go to the Jags, some, well, either way, they're going to make a trade with the Jags. Yeah, they're going to make a trade with the Jags. They're going to make a trade with the Jags. The Jags are not attractive. They got all the money. Yeah. Urban Meyer is a great, you know. I have a, a quarterback. A, a I mean. Coach. We can say we got Trevor Lawrence, but again, I don't have a quarterback. There's, there's no guarantee that Trevor Lawrence at Clemson is going to be Trevor Lawrence at Jacksonville. Coming off your surgery in a few weeks. Uh, for some reason, it, Miami has no problems getting free agency receivers, no matter who the quarterback of that position, how many years. So let's say Miami. Do they really need a receiver? I think they need one. How? Devontae Parker has been hurt, or... Okay. Well, really. You need somebody on the opposite side of him, then. Preston Williams was out there balling before he got hurt. Okay. I mean, I think you still need somebody the opposite of him. He's inside balling. <laughs> I mean, I think you still need somebody on the opposite of him. I mean, I think Alan Robinson will come in and take... Both of their spots besides Devontae Parker. He might take Devontae Parker's spot. Bump him back down to a T. Yeah. I mean, then I, I can agree with Al with the uh, Cincinnati situation because the intrigue of playing with a young quarterback, AJ is saying like he's going to be gone soon. He's gone. He's gone. Yeah, so it's, it's a prime spot for another receiver to be there. Yep. Opposite of Tyler. Okay. All right. So, NFL 2020 season was 
was wild. Shout out to them for finishing the season. I will say that. That was great. Because everybody was talking about to cancel it. Or you call it now. It's not safe. It's contact. It's no bubble. They did a great job moving games around and finishing the season. I figured they would be on week like 15 right now. You just move everything back. Everybody get a buy. <laughs> Not only that, players came out healthy. Mm-hmm. Granted, you know, certain teams had, yeah, you know, a couple players, with, you know, positives and all of that. Um, but ultimately, they got better. Came through healthy. So, I, you know, salute to that. What was... Best moment in NFL season, like, like the best. Let's say, yeah, let's just say the best. Who's the top play? Hold up, Bray. What, what, what you mean? Nobody talking about the obvious. What's the obvious? <laughs> um, he can go ahead with that. That delusional. What? That shit. I know he's gonna be tired of talking about the center position. Right. Um. Question, my fault. Or... The best play oh, um... of the year. What's the play of the year for you? I know on NFL honors, I think. Uh... Yeah, it's hard to go against the hell, hell what, Murray, as they call it. Yeah, hell Murray. <laughs> yeah, that's dope. Um, I thought that was pretty good. I, the DK chase down was pretty good. I'm trying to think. Oh, Superman returning to, to throw the touchdown to Hollywood Brown. For me, as a Raven, that was like, oh, damn, my season over with. We got Ryan, not Ryan Mallet. Damn, my bad. Got Trace McSorley out here. Oh, we ain't got Ryan Mallet. <laughs> got Trace McSorley out here. Season over. Damn, we need this one. And then fourth down, Superman come out. <laughs> Save the day. As a Ravens fan, that was probably the best play for me. But like I said, it's hard to go against the Hail Murray. The DK chase down was pretty good. Um, was that Lamar touchdown even a nominee? Because I missed that point. I just seen. I don't know. I, I didn't watch it. I just saw what, who won what. I didn't watch the the hundred. A lot of love for the DK Metcalf walk. Walk down. Yeah. That's getting a lot of love in the chat. Yo, that was tough though. Watching that, watching that live, that was tough. I'm like, yo, damn, he walked that Buddha Baker. <laughs> Buddha was trying too. He was trying to, the hardest of running. Hold on, then I want to say. 
No, he ain't score. Damn. Let's see. Um, what Tyreek did against Buffalo was tough, but he ain't score on that one. You caught something like across the middle. And like three people there, and you're just like accelerated, hit the sideline, it was going up for like 50 something yards. Okay. <laughs> it's tough, though. Uh, besides saying the best play, the best investment, or not investment, the best purchase that I made was that Sunday ticket to be able to watch certain players that I, I cut highlights from, never really. Watch them in game do what they do. I knew Devontae Adams was a route running specialist, but to watch him game after game after game, first three steps, he wins the routes in the first three steps easily. <laughs> it's hard to go against the Hell Mary. Because what it means, not just for the play, but that whole season for Arizona. Without it, they damn near they out. Already out. They out. Yeah. They out. Like that that game right there helped them carry on a little linger of, of hope. Yeah. And I mean, they, they had hope until they lost to uh, Kept Buffalo from getting the number one seed, possibly. Yeah. yeah. They, that play gave them hope until they played San Francisco. <laughs> they lost San, San Francisco. I'm like, all right, they done. What are you talking about? Arizona, they lost to San Francisco. San Francisco had absolutely nothing to play for. I want to say it might have been Christmas. Yeah. Might have been the day after Christmas. Lost to Mullins. Mullins yeah. cost a lot of people a lot of uh, jobs. Yeah. Corey said how poorly the officiated was the Super Bowl. Thank I think I think a lot of people see it that way because of the hate of Brady. No, I mean the first half was just too. We said they got too involved, and I like to see them play. It's a Super Bowl, it's the last game of the year. Let them play. It's not happening, Al. It's an offensive-driven league. But then why? Why the offense got nine that damn points? I'm the most defensive guy. Okay. And I'm saying that the defense is already handicapped with one hand behind the back. You're not going to sit here and tell me that they're not going to call these phantom calls or these ticky tack soft calls when it's the rule. You can't touch a fucking receiver or a tight end or whoever else by, beyond five yards. It's the rule. You can't lower your helmet to initiate contact. It's the rule. So when they see it, what are they going to do? Are they going to play uh, caveman ball now? Fuck no. Nine penalties to one in the first half. Mm-hmm. And a lot of them were self-inflicted. Yeah, uh, yeah, a lot of them were self-inflicted wounds. Like, why why, why is Bashar Breeland grabbing on Mike Evans consistently after after five yards? The man's running up here. You study. He didn't break off yet. You study. I'm about to get beat. I'm grabbed. Like, what are you doing? Why? Like, what? Like, it's self-inflicted stuff. You told Jones to lose his cool and and hit Jensen upside the head. No one was going to call it. He left. 
getting kicked out the game for? First, of, first and foremost. First and foremost, Jensen, Jensen was getting abused by Chris Jones, and he caught some type of feelings by it and started hitting to the echo or the whistle and beyond. And then when he got retaliated on, you wanted to snitch. <laughs> but he lost his cool even after that. He jumping in the piles trying to retaliate. Like, you doing dumb shit. If you want to get, if you want to nitpick about two calls, all right, two calls, bet I give you two calls. They were still getting their ass whipped. They were. They still ain't just. That's, again, that's not my. That's not the statement that I'm making. That ain't the statement that I made. I think they lost fair and square, and Tampa Bay defense needs to get more props than what they what they did. Brady did this. Brady did. Brady beat these three, this quarterback gauntlet that Brady went through. Ain't that the defense? <laughs> I'm sorry. That, that could be the defense. But last I remember, Tom Brady was throwing three interceptions in the championship game. And that defense gave up three points off of those turnovers. <laughs> but I, I, that could just be me. I don't know. Defense had a hell of a run. <laughs> How many points did uh, the Saints score? 20-something, uh, I thought. I couldn't remember. Did they get 20? I don't know if they got 20. I don't know how the game went, to be honest. Because can't go and might turn out to be a goddamn lie. <laughs> oh, they got it, Joe. <laughs> Called him Slant Boy. <laughs> right, right. That's what happened. Um, I understand the free agency is the hot thing, you know, because we are a couple weeks away. Yeah, 30 to 20. But a lot of teams have to get rid of some players. I'm praying for some of these casualties to become Ravens. It's going to be interesting. Like I said in the chat the uh, other week. Yeah. 
J.J. Watt sent out, put up those uh, those stats, those numbers that T.J. did. It lets me further know. Aaron Donald was fucking monster, yo. <laughs> you mean to tell me T.J. coming off the edge got 15 and Aaron Donald in the middle getting 13 and a half sacks off of double teams and triple teams? He got 13 and a half? <laughs> Like they don't move Aaron Donald around. Yeah. Like they move TJ around a lot. They move him around. They move him around a bit. But I don't know who said it, but somebody said, let's see TJ watch stats after um after Devin Bush and um Bud Dupree went down. What, what was those numbers? Like, I think Chris Jones or I think Chris Jones or Fletcher Cox is the Chris Jones or Fletcher Cox is the second best defensive tackle, either or, and it's a gap between it's a Grand Canyon size gap between number one and number two. It's ridiculous. Yeah, that's a Grand Canyon size gap. Sure, some of the grand canyon size gap between. <laughs> yeah. Oh no. Chris Jones and Fletcher Cox, they they beast. I don't really care what's going to put at number two, but jeez, Aaron Donald is a monster there. You know what's amazing about Aaron Donald? As yeah. as great as he is and uh, has been in his career, he'd be a Hall of Famer. And what's what's this like year nine, ten for Aaron Donald, mm. close to ten? First year he was in 14. He was in 14? Yeah. yeah. Well, CJ, oh, right. that was the class. All right, so seven years. So, so eventually, it's going to start slowing down a bit. What's amazing is even looking at how great he is, the gap between him and John Randall is still pretty big. I ain't got nothing to say on that. Even the gap, in the gap between like him and Seth, it's like that's my two favorite defensive tackles. Like, like yo, like, that is my favorite. Yeah, my two favorite defensive tackles. So much <laughs> like being that smaller, especially John Randall. Like, being John that Randall. smaller, you know, D yeah. tackle with a motor and got moves and hands is just. Yeah. Oh, it's insane. Yeah. John Ryan's my favorite defensive tackle. When you go average, you say anything bad about him. It's insane. That was, that was insane. Um, I thought, I thought, uh, was the NFL honors two awards were, I thought everybody in Mama knew the winner of those two awards. 
come back playing again, mm-hmm. obviously. Oh. That's obvious. So they, they ain't messing around with that one. I thought coach of the year was obvious. Ain't, that should have been unanimous to me. Ain't no way anybody else, any other coach should got a vote over Kevin Stefanski. There's absolutely no way. Kevin Stefanski. Over Stefanski. Stefanski came in and did exactly what I thought he was going to do. I said, he's going to come in, he's going to be the grown man of that locker room, get this team focused, and which I wanted for the Browns last year for Freddie Kitchens is what he's going to actually be this year. And if Nick Chubb didn't get hurt, Nick Chubb was my vote for having the most rushing yards this year. It'll probably happen next year. He got the most rushing yards. Because he, he stabilizes Baker. He stabilizes the Browns team. They finally have a leader that can get something done. No no disrespect to Hugh, uh, Hugh Douglas. No, not Hugh Douglas. Hugh Jackson. No disrespect to Hugh Jackson. But... They didn't, they didn't have that leader at all. It's, it's not it's not difficult for um, to say he wasn't going to be coaching. Yeah, he took a team that didn't get to the playoffs. Oh, it's a divisional round and almost damn near beat the Browns. What? When he was home. <laughs> exactly. And he was home for that game. With COVID. Mm. No, he missed the Steelers game, right? Yeah, for the Steelers game he missed. Oh, no, he was over the Steelers game, my bad. Yeah. That's what it was. He beat the shit out of him. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. No, he, he wasn't there for the, uh, the playoff game, too. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. The, the Steelers game in the playoffs, they played the Steelers back to back weeks. I thought he was out, out, out of the Kansas City game. No, it was the Steelers game, the first playoff game against oh, Pittsburgh. Right. <laughs> Right, right, right. Yeah. I thought it was a regular season game. Nah. That playoff. That was that playoff game. Oh, Jesus. That's a bad way to go out, Chris. That's a tough hill to swallow, too. Yeah. They be alright. Not the way they was crying on the bench. They be alright. So, uh... Ben Roethlisberger get that contract extension because ain't no way in hell they pay him $40 million this year. Al, your guy said he want to join a competitive team. He intends to play two more seasons at corner. When you see Richard Sherman go wind up at? That's interesting. So who... Could he go to play? He won't play two more years in the league or two more years at corner and then go to free safety? He wants to join a competitive team. That's what he said. He's on a competitive team. Huh? He said he's on a competitive team. We don't know that. Nah, he already said his, name, his numbers was done in, in 49ers. He didn't believe he was coming back. He's a free agent. He's a free agent. No, I can't. I don't know. I have no idea. What about Green Bay? Oh, what's the fuck? He, like, don't do that. 
Don't do that. Go to Tampa. Shit, let Tom get getting eight. I rather Tom get eight than Aaron Rodgers get two. <laughs> Seriously, Jair got one side. Even though Kevin King had a bad game, Kevin King played really well this off this year. I mean, you can move Kevin King inside, can't you? Nah, nah, <laughs> nah, nah. He ain't got that type of feet. Okay. To be ebonic, <laughs> be ebonically sound, he ain't got that type of feet. He ain't got that type of feet. <laughs> um, That's gonna make Green Bay look at him like, nigga, you know you done cost the whole game. So can you move Jai? No, you ain't move Jai. That's that's <laughs> Yeah, that's what you're talking. You move him outside. <laughs> and then you got Savage and Adrian on the back end, like yeah. I can't yeah, see him on the field because he can't play. He ain't no slot corner. Nah, Jeremy no. ain't no slot guy at all. No. What about Buffalo? How long? They 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 let what's up, boy? Uh, Josh Norman? Norman? Yeah. I would. Interesting. Or, uh, the Colts. Yeah. They're competitive. They need some corners. Nobody was leaving, uh, you have Rock there, but I don't know how he's been playing. You said Brock? Rock. Oh, yeah, yeah, Rock, Rock can play pretty decent, mm-hmm. you know, same thing, grabby. Okay. There I go, physical corner. Yeah. It's going to be interesting to see, see where we can land, where we can land that on a competitive team. Go back to Seattle. That nigga ain't going back to Seattle. Big grown <laughs> man, you and Russell Wilson sit down. Say, say, say your piece. He say his piece. All right, my fault. I caught you a Super Bowl. All right, let's go get it. I'm tripping. I'm tripping though. I seen the odds for the uh, Super Bowl champs. Mhm. I don't like them. I don't get it. Chiefs is favorites. Only, only team that surprised me that was on the list was uh, the Rams. Yeah, no. LA is fifth. Yeah, the Rams is fifth, right? Yeah, LA is fifth. The Ravens and somebody tied at fourth. Um, Chiefs is number one. Buccaneers is two, and Green Bay. Green Bay is three. Or Bucks and Green Bay switch. I can't remember the order. Stafford has come in from Georgia broken up. Exactly. As long as you look and throw like the quarterback they like, you can last longer in the NFL. You got a lot of promise. I mean, 
Everybody say, and I've been hearing it since he was at Georgia. Everybody say Matt Stafford is, you know, the tar- the talented arm guy. He's he's talented arm wise. That's fine, but it hasn't ever anywhere he's been equated to winning anything. I mean, you had AJ Green in Georgia, which you couldn't win. AJ Green, no summer rain on the defense, you couldn't win. The SEC East, which is the easiest part of the SEC. It ain't gonna be his fault until you can't win a Super Bowl. So. All right, fellas. Let me ask y'all this. We're gonna switch gears to the NBA. <laughs> I'm just asking, you know. Who's the better player? Hmm. John Morant? Or De'Aaron Fox? Jeez. Damn. It's a trick question. That's a tough question. I don't think either answer is wrong, but I'm going to go with John. Two-time MVP is the better player. Championship team. 
minimal injuries, a bunch of free agents. You're not going to have the same team. You can't sign everybody. You might not get that same front four again. So you might retire. You've been in the league for a little bit. You never know. This team is always juggling up. It just depends on the organization how they're going to revamp that team. But I think that ceiling is divisional, maybe NFC championship. Yeah. They won't get back to Super Bowl. NFC is the conference <laughs> of parity. What did you say? The NFC? the NFC is the conference of parity. How many different teams did you see? Oh, stop it, yo. The whole <laughs> league is parity. The whole league is not parity. It was like three teams from the AFC from the AFC that were going to the Super Bowl every year. Golly. It was three Come teams from the AFC. Stop it was Big Ben, it was Peyton Man, it was Tom Brady. And you sprinkle Stop the Ravens in there every once Stop in a while. It. it was not parody. Stop it, man. Just stop it. Just stop, stop it. We want the Lakers to win every year. I don't like parody. I don't like parody. I hate parody. I, don't, I, don't, I mean, like, the hearing you say it was only three teams every year. I don't even like to hear that. It was one team for the majority of the 2000s. It just right. happened to be a dynasty. All right, whatever. Right. So how was that parody? That's the opposite Stop of parody. It, Everybody... Dynasty is the opposite of parody. <laughs> I got you. But that was years and years ago. The NFC, the whole NFC West has been in the play, I mean, in the Super Bowl within like the last 20 years. The whole NFC South has been in the playoff, I mean, in the Super Bowl probably damn near twice except for the Saints the That's last good. 20 years. That's good for football. <laughs> um, NFC East ain't sending nobody's. Well, they sent the Eagles, but that's it. And the NFC North is sending the Packers, and that's it. That means you got a lot of great teams yeah. in the league. This year, we had a whole lot of A lot of great teams, teams in the a- NFC. That's it. It's the NFC Conference of Glory. a whole lot of great teams in the league. In the NFC and AFC. All right. There's so mm. many great teams. That's why you had to expand the playoffs, and you expanded. You, next year, you, I think you expanded the, uh, the schedule. What is it, 17 games? Next they got to vote on it, yeah. Yeah. Our cyber team game would be the Rams. We got NFC North and AFC South, I think. No. AFC East? West. West, okay. No, we don't play the West. Let's play the West. Go to Vegas. You're right, it's the West. That's the other one to be. <laughs> Long as cold as yes. And take us in the issue. And I got a foot that worked. (laughs) See, but like, one thing that the Super Bowl reminds you, well, remind me of, is like the fact that you can't, you know, take it for granted. That's cool. there's no guarantee that Patrick Mahomes will ever play in another Super Bowl. True. This is so, true. like, when people put such, like, great praise and, like, like rank these, these young players amongst guys who are 19, 20... 15 years in, it's, it's just it's not fair. 
ain't fair. Like, let, let the man play his career. Like, as great as Aaron Rodgers is, no ain't never been back. <laughs> God. And he had, yo, when he been to the, the NFC title game a uh-huh. ton of times. It ain't never been back. I had a 15-1 team, ain't go back. As great as Drew Brees is. Ain't never going back. Ain't never been back. When like, done. yo. So for like, for people looking like, yeah, NC be right back in the next year. I don't know. I don't know, man. It's tough to go to the Super Bowl three straight times. It's tough to go that right. It's yeah. tough to go that back to back, and it's tough to go that three times three. And especially when you know, especially when you know, I would say you, you could say the blueprint was out. They put the blueprint out on yesterday. You know, I gotta see that happen more times to say the blueprint is out on them. What do you mean? Teams are still not disciplined enough to stay in that room. Yeah. Wait, what you mean, Al? Bro, John just said, teams got to be disciplined enough to do that. That's, that's good, but but you're missing the, the key as far as personnel standpoint. The blueprint, the blueprint is out. The, the same teams that beat them with Patrick Mahomes on the field beat them the exact same way. Las Vegas beat them with four guys rushing. Bucks, four guys rushing. Uh, New England... In the playoffs a couple years back, that was a little different. All I'm saying they is, the they don't lose enough time to say that there's a blueprint out for five blues. That's like saying there's a blueprint out for Lamar. Lamar got 30 wins and ain't played 40 games yet. There's no blueprint out for that yet. That's all no, I'm no, saying. No, no, no. No, what, 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 I'm not saying where it's like, I'm not saying like, all right, this is how you're going to beat them every single time. This is how you can play them to slow them down. You you saying? That's what I'm saying. That's that's what I'm saying. There's no guarantee you're gonna beat them this way. It's a, it's a way to slow them down. You seen the kink in the armor? To play teams on to play the Ravens when it matters, we got to not get beat deep and zone that whole middle of the field in the immediate area. Tackle. Bracket the tight end. Bracket the tight ends, and then we gotta tackle. We gotta we gotta in the, to stop the run game. We gotta shoot gaps. Regardless, we got to dictate. We got to shoot the gas. So, like, they got the formula. It's just... You got to be able to do it, though. Yeah, right. <laughs> That's what I'm saying about blueprint. There's no guarantee it's going to work, but like, hey, if you got four guys, and, you know, and discipline on the back end, you got a real shot for slowing them down. Hmm. I get you. Play out. Okay, it's, it's just a bunch of there's not enough of L for me to say there's a blueprint yeah that's all I'm saying and I just don't think that I just don't I don't see a blueprint yeah it just there was some great defenses that they went up against that they just didn't play their their best game against so with this type of performance I'm uh do you think teams feel uh, justified by not offering Eric the enemy a job? No. 
He averaged 30 points a game. He just lost one and scored nine. It's been it's been uh, said that and I think you even got you even have uh, we have a little bit of proof that the enemy isn't the play caller in game. If you need any proof, just look at the classic video where uh, Mahomes go up to him and say, "Do we got time to run wasp?" Mm-hmm. The enemy said, "Hey, he want to run wasp." What do you think? <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's like, and then and then that type of performance is like, damn. So how would that go against Eric, though? I think I think John said it earlier. If you're saying that he's not calling the plays, and that's why you're not. Hiring them. How can a bad performance and bad play calling dictate whether he gets a job? You just say you're not calling the plays. Well, because I guess <laughs> I guess that like why can't why hasn't Andy trust him in that situation? Even when Andy if Andy said, "Look, man, I just ain't got it right now," he whooping me. What do you got? So how many plays well, was John Harbaugh calling? Well, Andy's not trusting his eye upstairs and, hey, you know, we should try this right here. They're doing this, they're doing that. You know what I mean? How many plays we think John Harbaugh was calling? Andy don't trust him. It's like, how can we trust him? Again, how many plays do you think John Harbaugh was calling? None. All right. And it's so far proven to get a Super Bowl. And a bunch of AFC Championship games. So... Obviously, that being a play caller ain't the be-all, end-all. It's not. <laughs> being a coach. Even though I would like a defensive play caller to be my head coach. But they try to, they try to justify why he wasn't getting the interviews or the jobs that... Right, that's, that's what I'm asking. ...official play caller. I think Eric, I think Eric has, has declined a bunch of jobs, to be honest with you. Uh, I think Eric declined a bunch of jobs. I'm gonna be real with you. I just think I'm not taking the Eagles job. They want a fall guy. They want a guy that's gonna listen to the ownership over being their own guy. I'm not taking that job. Houston is a fall guy job. They're just hiring the safe face. I'm not taking that job over what I have here in Kansas City. Mm-mm. The Jets would be a job that I would have taken, and the Chargers would have been a job that I would have taken. So what about Cleveland? Why ain't taking Cleveland? I don't, I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm just saying as far as what was available this year. Now, if he didn't get Cleveland job, he didn't get Cleveland job. That's just, it is what it is. But this year, I feel like he was turned down. So it's like, there's no way you could tell me I'm not hiring or being me. And I've seen what he's done to my team twice a year. Or what his team has done to my team twice a year for the last three to four years. There's no way. He will Eric with Alex Smith. <laughs> I think it's we said we said again. I say even with Alex Smith, it's not like they got Pat Mahomes that was going to the playoffs. No, they were winning this division with Alex. But you, but that <laughs> but what you just said there is the reason why the Chargers didn't even feel too comfortable in that because Andy has been the one beating them with Alex Smith. 
I'm saying? Like, right, I'm not, I'm not getting it. not to take anything away from him. I'm seeing with Pat. But even before that, it's like, damn, Andy come over here and just whoop with us. Mm. It's wild. But, I mean, you got teams hiring people because they know Sean McVay. Cliff Kingsbury got a job because he, he's friends with Sean McVay. Uh, Matt LaFleur got a job because he's friends with Sean McVay. change the coordinator, change the, the philosophy. So hopefully that does that. That man will run that ball. Ravens will run for another three grand next year. That's fine. I don't want them to not be a, a run team. I want them to be the number one run team. That's what I'm saying. They're going to throw three and three next year. <laughs> I just want that passing game to be in the teams. Get that passing game up to 17 to 19. I'm not a gambler man, so it ain't for me to pick the odds. Like I said, I'm on the couch. What will be at next year, December? December? Damn, they don't get the playoffs? Come on, Al. Stop it. Come on, Al. Stop it. You know good and well. Ravens ain't. You know John Lee, the Ravens ain't going nothing. Not making playoffs, though? Besides, still getting his paper. Don't I'll be, I'll, at least I'll be consistent. That's some bull. Besides, he get his paper. But, I, 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 I,
Yeah, I stop believing that. I I get it, but the journey is what makes the destination, in my opinion. It does. And it's like you can't hold up the journey. Like everybody looking at the final, the final picture, it's like you don't appreciate the journey. It trips me out. Appreciate it, but. <laughs> You don't believe we'll take the journey. Our journey. I just to get in there and it's half full. It's like anything can happen. It's like that's wild. Only only time the championship to me the championships only matter to uh to fans when they rank in place. But it don't. Sometimes they don't though. If it's just straight ability, there's no way you would say Tom Brady is the better the better quarterback than Dan Marino. It's mm. just strictly <laughs> the situation that he was in was just better. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I agree. Both of them still look Hall of Fame quarterbacks. Right. The best in their in their career. It's just hey. That's a fan thing. Oh yeah, he was It's becoming a Hall of Very Good. There's a couple of people that's got in over the last few years that I was... They're good, but great, transcendent, absolute beast of a talent. It's stretch. You got to squint your eyes to kind of, to kind of sort of see it. And I think Hall of Famer should just be... You see it, you know it. That's a Hall of Famer. Tom Brady's a Hall of Famer. Peyton Manning is a Hall of Famer. Charles Woodson is a Hall of Famer. You see it, you know it. So who, who are the players that you see in life now, nigga? That's playing right now? No, no that's already in. That's in? Um, not at the height of his career for two, maybe three years. Terrell Davis was a beast for two or three years. Not a whole career. That's what I'm saying. For the height of his career, he was a beast for two or three years. But to say that's an all-time Hall of Famer, no, it's all very good to me. So, okay. All right. Who else? Like, we can make a top ten list of Terrell Davis and not feel slighted that we didn't put Terrell Davis in the number one runner or number ten running back spot. Was he, was he first ballot? I don't know what ballot. I lost track of what ballot it was. Okay. I don't know. All right. 
I think he's a Hall of Very Good. The Super Bowl MVP, 2,000 yards, but you work for NFL Network, they won't get you one. Okay. Next. I wouldn't be surprised if Mojo Drew get in. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. 2024, Mojo Drew Elite is ballot Hall of Famer. <laughs> It's terrible. Because you having that same mindset, you will look at the list of guys that you didn't see. I can't say anything about guys that didn't see. You say, you know what? He wasn't that good. I can't take I can't say anything about guys I didn't see. The league was completely different. Like I said, Casey Casey Jones averaged eight points a game in your Hall of Famer. I didn't see Casey Jones play basketball. But if y'all telling me he's a Hall of Famer. I didn't see why A. Tittle play football. I don't know why A. Tittle knows what the fuck a post route is. But if you're telling me why A. Tittle was a wide receiver that was a beast for his time. Cool, he's in there. I don't know. So it's all about <laughs> what you just said. A beast for your time. Doing your time. That's what gets you as the Hall of Famer. I mean, he got in there. But, that's, but, but that's it wasn't like he got in there and we was comparing him to Jerry Rice, Randy Moss, T.O. He was compared to, like, when he got in, Randy Moss and Jerry Rice wasn't playing yet. <laughs> I, I get all that. I get all that. But, but we had nothing to go off of. I get all that. No, see, but no, that's the thing. That's the thing. Comparison is the thief. That's a thief of joy. I'm not trying to be happy. Is it? Is he a Hall of Famer? Yes or no? No, but you. <laughs> no, you said. But you just said you had nothing to compare him to. Nah, it's about what you do in your time and your era. What is it? See, that's Steve John. Don't trust Apple. I, I, it's I, not Apple. It's Dell. That's the Dell. <laughs> I kicked my um. I kicked the Ethernet out. My dad was my app was it's, good. It's, it's like in my mind, Hall of Fame is, is dude. It's about it's not about the next man. It's about you and your time and what you did in your time. I don't give a damn about who. So when when like the fact that Calvin Johnson is a Hall of Famer, that's a no brainer to me. Yeah, you can watch him and see Hall of Famer. I don't give a damn how many years ago. Like like that's easy. Like that's a Hall of Famer. It don't care if he ain't win no ring and all. He's your Hall of Famer. Mm-hmm. Oh, like, oh well, Daryl Green. Hall of Famer. Hall of Famer. He wa- like, but you want to put Daryl Green above as far as, like, coverage. You want to rank him higher than Dion and Charles and Rod. No, but Daryl Green is in there. He's a, he's, he you watch him and say he's a, like, he's a, like, I, I can make the top, I can't make it, me personally, I can't make a top 10 list of corners and leave Daryl Green off of it. I can't. I just feel like. To me, he's all fame. Man, Bray, we stop this, yo. We not. We ain't even respond to what he said. Hall of Fame is left strictly to error. Did you dominate your error? You can see that. I wouldn't say dominate. I, I think. I feel like. I but I have that's a, a limited word. I'm kind of questionable on that, though. That's what I'm saying. Like, like 
Because if when you when you think of the word dominance, you thinking like nobody else ate, nobody else did anything well. So like in the two for the for the from two thousand to two thousand twenty, Tom Brady dominates. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like Ben Roethlisberger in our eyes is the Hall of Famer, but he ain't got the type of dominance that Brady had. So does that does that make him less of a Hall of Fame? Is he a Hall of Very Good player then? No, he's a Hall or, of Famer. Well, somebody like Reggie Wayne. Reggie Wayne wasn't listed as better than Mars or Tio or uh, Marvin or Calvin or Larry, but he was great in this era. In my eyes, he's a Hall of Famer. Same thing with Steve Smith. Or would you say they Hall of Very Good? Steve Smith was. I want to say Steve Smith was Hall of Fame. You see what I'm saying, John? I want to say he's Hall of Fame. You see what I'm saying? Like, wait, wait, what is it? I think he's Hall of Fame. I think Q is Hall of Fame. Reggie Wayne, I think, is Hall of Very, Very Good. Oh, my God. Like, he's so borderline. He's so borderline Hall of Famer, I wouldn't argue it. But if he doesn't get in, I wouldn't argue that either. You don't, have to say, you don't have to say dominance. You can say very consistent in your time frame. Of- consistency. Uh, consistency gives you Hall of Fame. That's right. a good word. Bring with it where you a game changer. Is that better? <laughs> no. That ain't better. Uh, no, it's, it's better than like dominant, like dominant your era, I guess. Right. You can be a game changer. And and, and uh, die tomorrow. Shit, I don't really... Yeah, but even with consistency. Yeah, yeah, yeah Al, who... You say Q. What Q? Bowling. Him and Steve Smith numbers are very comparable. If, they, if, if Steve Smith was no question Hall of Famer, Q is definitely no question Hall of Famer. One got 83 touchdowns, one got 81. One got like 13,400. One got like... 11 2. Like, it's very close. See? <laughs> Game chances aren't always dominant. Correct. <laughs> I can't, I don't see those two guys getting in as a Hall of Famer. Who, Anquan and Steve Smith? Or Anquan and who? I, I don't. Anquan and Steve Smith? Yeah. It's my, and Steve Smith is like one of my favorites ever. He's like hmm. he like top five for me like, as far as like my favorites at receiver. But I I don't see it. Maybe mm-hmm. maybe NFL Network trend. <laughs> Get a man yeah. as you call it, but nah, I couldn't I couldn't see it. Kurt Warner and Steven. Okay. <laughs> Kurt Warner made history though. Kurt Warner is the MVP of the league. Like, Kurt Warner came from the arena and, like, wait, wait, nah. Kurt Warner had a record that was just broken. Who was it? Oh, my gosh, I forgot. Kurt Warner was dominant. Like, he, he was dominant? His time frame? And, and Damn, I can't see shucks. He was dominant. He wasn't dominant. <laughs> he was good. Like, Kurt Warner wasn't. We even used the consistent word. He, what? He was consistent. Them Rams? Them Rams Warners? For his whole entire NFL career, he was consistent. Oh, John, you know, everybody going 
Everybody dies at the end of the movie. <laughs> yeah, everybody died then. Brown Suggs is a Hall of Famer. He died at the end. No. Julius Peppers is a Hall of Famer. He died at the end. Listen, listen, listen. I'm just saying. You're he tail off at the end. You're Jerry Rice is a Hall of Famer. You're forgetting a piece of the movie that you're not watching. I get it. You fell asleep because it's boring. You hop back up. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. There you go. See, you got a better shot than Q. I, I agree with that. Kurt, history with the team, and he took two teams to the Super Bowl. That's that was pretty dope. Look at the gap, though. What gap? Where's the middle of the movie? Two thousand. What was it? Two thousand. They won. Two thousand one. I'm sorry. Two thousand one. They won a Super Bowl. Ninety nine. No, ninety nine. They won a Super Bowl. Huh? Ninety nine. They won a Super Bowl. 2001 was oh, Patriots. Oh, yeah, 99, my bad. Yeah, 99. Made a smile. It was it 10 years later? It was it 2009, 2006? Whatever, whatever it was. 06. It was 06. Yeah. No, nah. 08. 08? 07, 08. Whatever, whatever around there. 08, he got back with Arizona. 99, he went and won. 2001, he went and lost. 2008, he went and lost. But didn't they, didn't they say Carolina died? Like, as far as career-wise, that he was third, and he go to Arizona and... Go crazy because, like, the Rams try to bring in Matt Bulger. Like, Rams got brought in Matt Bulger, sent him to New York. New York had a young Eli, sent him to Arizona. Go ahead, John. What you, what you say? I, I just don't get it. Like, when the nigga say Kurt Warner and Hall of Fame, they put him on some type of pedestal where this nigga had a career of, like, eye-dropping worthy for the, all his career. And I was like, okay. Not, all right. Right, go ahead. I'll, I'll let y'all have that. Like all I right, said, so y'all missing middle part of the movie. There's a whole chunk of that movie that's, that's cut out. Y'all fell asleep, woke up. Oh, shit, it's action again. There we go. I think Kurt Warner and Terrell Davis, both of them, was questionable Hall of Famers to me. MVP, four-time Pro Bowler, two-time first-team All-Pro, two-time passing touchdown leader, three-time completion percentage leader, two-time NFL passing rate leader, Washington Pick Man of the Year, passing yards leader in 2001, <laughs> 32 in his, what, how, how long he played? His career was short. And, and he, I think what it is, he started so late in his career, as far as like being that guy. So, basically, his career started, technically, it was 94 when he got drafted, whatever it was, by Green Bay, and then he goes to the, to the Arena League. But then, from 98 to 2009, so that's 11, 11 years. years. In 11 years, he put up 32,000 yards, 183 touchdowns, oh, I'm sorry, no, 208 touchdowns, the passive rate of 93.7, 65% completion. So it seems like that average is right above 3,000 yards a season. So that that's one. I'm going to use that. Uh, like him and Terrell Davis are the, are the main two, you know, who get questioned a lot. It's like why they shouldn't have been, they shouldn't have been Hall of Famers. And I get it. 
You don't get it? No, I, mm. I don't think y'all get it. I don't, I don't think y'all get it. No, I get it. I I'm agreeing with you. We, we, do you understand how am I not getting it? Terrell Davis, John? Yes. All right, cool. We yes. get it. We, we understand it. No, but Terrell Davis, fine. The nigga was blind, hitting that, and all that bullshit. But two great years and 2,000 yards, all right, cool. Fuck what you doing after that year, after that. <laughs> Drinks. Niggas remember Clinton Porter's more after that run than you. I mean, I'm a, I'm a fan of the 98 Broncos. That's like my favorite team ever. But I'm right. not going to put Terrell Davis in the Hall of Fame on that, you know? Yeah, I, I understand it. Like, for some, like I, I give you another example, Al. Who I think is a Hall of Famer, and I'm almost certain you're going to say he's a Hall of Very Good or a Hall of Good. Frank Gore. He's the Hall of Consistent. Right. <laughs> and that means Hall of Fame because he's right at the time of his career. Hall of Fame, absolute Hall of Fame, ain't no way around it. I mean, Hall of Consistent. Like I don't know if I can say that's Hall of Fame, but if, if Hall of Fame is consistent, then yeah, he got that.
I think he's, he can retire today. I think he's done enough. But again, I mean. Do you think he get done like T.O.? I think he definitely gets done like T.O. He won't wait. But you see, it's a Hall of Famer, right? Yeah, I think it's, I think it's a Hall of Famer. I don't get making somebody wait because of what they've done off the field or threatening to not put somebody in the Hall of Fame because of off the field or trying to remove somebody because of off the field. I don't get that. No, 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 no. Hall of Fame, they're going to do enough. Yeah, they do. No, no. Ray Lewis is the first battle Hall of Famer. But they were talking about they wasn't going to put him in there. And I was like, okay, well, y'all not going to put him in there. This this building not going to make it past 2000. It's not going to make it past 2017. Trust me. <laughs> Well, again, we're going to use the AB, the, uh, and Quan Bolden and Steve Smith, not in. Antonio Burns not a Hall of Famer yet. See, you still comparing. I'm not comparing. Y'all did. But y'all saying he, they're not Hall of Famers. Obviously, it's a cutoff. We're looking, we're, we're looking at, <laughs> what we're looking at is the body of work during that time. The body of work during that time. I think you're the second best wide receiver of the 2000s or 2010s, whatever that game we just came from. I think he's the second best wide receiver of the 2010s. Who the hell was better than AB? Atlanta. You see who we had throwing him the ball? God bless you. (laughs) Did you not see who we got throwing him the ball? Putting up AB numbers with, with fucking Matt Ryan throwing him the ball. Yes. <laughs> he ain't scoring. The man is 6'4. So he, he a perfect prototype. He a freaking. So it's my fault I gotta catch all these interceptions in the red zone. Fix score. How you six it's my fault. can bend and do all of this and that and jump 40 plus. All of this. All of that. How I got a 10 foot catch radius and you can't throw me the football? How do I have a 10 foot plus catch radius and you can't throw me the football? That's my fault? <laughs> Hell yeah, if it's 10 foot plus. And I can't, you can't I throw me the ball. I said I can't catch it. You can't throw it to me. I got to catch the receptions. I got to tip this shit away from Luke. From listen, listen, listen. I got to tip it away from Luke Keekly to catch the goddamn ball. Oh, stop. Just stop. Stop. But that, that's, on my, that's on me. That's my fault. That's my fault. That's my fault. Stop it, nope, it's stop on me. It. Stop it. It is on me. Yup. I'm making excuses. Yup, I am. I am. And all we saying is the boy the boy is 5'10, 175 pounds. 185 pounds. Mm-hmm. Gets bracketed. Mm-hmm. The same <laughs> like like he was the best. He was the best. He was the he second was best. best, yes. He was the best. The second He's best. Not. You keep missing the word there. I I'm I'll help you out though. I got you. <laughs> he was the second best, yeah. I get you. Oh, that's crazy. That's crazy. Madam, you do a draft right now, start the franchise. I know who the fuck I'm picking. I know who I'm picking too, as long as I ain't got that yeah. goddamn quarterback. Yeah, that's beautiful. But just, just at this time, AB was the best. Just hands down. The second best, hands yeah. down, yeah. The point, the point, the point is though, in the era with Steve and Q, they didn't dominate like AB. Like we said, 
said, we all said we hope they get in. AB, in our mind, that's a no-brainer. We hope them to get in. We know AB gets in. That's the difference. Okay. That's that's the difference. If, if the, it's, it's dominant. I'm sorry. Shoot. I use that word because y'all use it. Nah, you're using it now. Bro, you're using it more than I'm saying, I'm going to use it because, you know, that's what, that's what, that's what you, you said it's called. Dominance in the era. What you did in your time, your consistency, you was a dog. You seen this cup, you seen, you seen every coverage coming his way, and he still got open. Mm-hmm. He still made plays. He still scored touchdowns. Mm-hmm. That's all afraid. Easy. The other ones? They ain't going open. He wasn't even the best receiver on his team. Who the fucking fault was it that they got the goat? <laughs> they ain't said they ain't quite the fault. They had the goat. No, it's not. I'm just saying, like that's. It's a reason why we hope them to get in. It's a reason why we know AB again, and we know. Who yeah. we like I said, it's a, it's a cutoff point. If it's if it's a cutoff point, he didn't make it. That's all I'm saying. If it's a cutoff point, he didn't make it. season. Got to scout some more. It's crazy. NBA season's going on. Everybody in their mama know the Lakers going to win it all. They're not even the best team in the West right now. The Clippers the best team in the West record-wise, right? Utah. Utah? <laughs> and, not, and not a soul expect them to win it all. Damn. Shut up. Yeah. But anyway, follow us. Shut ignorant. On the group. Hashtag Sideline Talk on Facebook, uh, Instagram at Sideline Talk. I'll take us out. Be blessed, be productive, be more. We love you. We out. You know when you order a new video game or a golf club or a blender and then it arrives at your door, you get a little thrill. Imagine how much more thrilling it is when you order a new car. With Nissan at home, you can shop for the perfect ride and order it without ever having to go anywhere. Sure beats a golf club or a blender. Buy a new car entirely online with Nissan at home. Deliver direct from dealer to driveway. Thrill starts here. Services may vary at participating dealers subject to applicable lossy dealer for details.